<laughs> I know. I love it so much. I, I have one in my room, too. It's great. It's the best. It's great. Did you put one downstairs? No. Oh. I just got two. Beep boop. Beep boop. Welcome, Welcome. to Conversations in Comfy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, she's already off the No, rails. I had to find my notes. I couldn't find them. <laughs> and Hi. I was like, oh, no, did they not save? Because that would be really oh, bad. No, that would be sad. <sighs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah, we're back at we're it. Back. After a little it bit of a break. Yeah, a couple weeks couple off. A couple weeks. On accident again. Thanksgiving happened. Thanksgiving, and then I got COVID. And she got COVID. Oopsie. So COVID's still a thing, people. COVID's still a thing. It was as bad as the first time. Oh, no. Except the first time I was in Italy, and I did not understand the medicine. So this time was better. <laughs> I didn't have to take a COVID test to come home. That's true. But you did end up, of course, taking a COVID test and tested negative. Yes, of course. Oh, good. <laughs> no, still got it. JK! <laughs> Went to work the last two days. <laughs> yes, of just, course. Just wanted someone to hang out with me, so that's why you're here. <laughs> no, I you. you. No, of course they took one. Now you're stuck. <laughs> now you're quarantined here. <laughs> My plan is working. No, I just negative. I do still sound a little stuffy. That's okay. But, you know... So it goes. Yeah. And happy first night of Hanukkah. I believe it is not. <laughs> well, today. Tomorrow. Today. No, the, the calendar seventh. says tomorrow. I think it's today. Well, either way, I'm wearing my Lahayim shirt in honor. I mean, because Karen had a, certainly Ka- when we're when this comes out, it's well. Into. Certainly, we're we are in. I think to- it's tomorrow because Hanukkah. Ditmas is the first day of Hanukkah. I thought it could be today because Karen did bring out the menorah. Did she light it? Yeah. Well, no, no, I don't think she lit it. Like she was doing. Tomorrow. She was. I have my tree up. It's not Christmas. She was focused on other things. <laughs> I didn't want to bother her. <laughs> it was the whole thing. All right. <laughs> didn't well, want to. Didn't want to ask any questions. We'll find out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's it's going Nobody to be is in our timeline except for us. It's going to be Hanukkah yeah. when this comes out, so we can say Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Lahayam. <laughs> Happiest of Hanukkah. Happiest of Hanukkah. Um, the year is winding down. It is winding down. And did down. you see the new Oxford University Press Word of the Year? Yes, and it makes me feel old me because too. I didn't know that was a word. I did not either. It's Riz, R I Z Z. Never heard of it. Wu-Tang? Like, there's the RZA of Wu-Tang. Like, is it... No. Under Oxford's definition, it's a noun that means style, charm, attractiveness, or the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. Oxford says that Riz was a shortened form of the word charisma. I hate it. I still don't know how to use it. I don't know how to use it. She's got Riz. She's got Riz. You know what I kind of like. You it. know what? You know who has Riz? <laughs> Me. Rizzo the rat from the Muppets. Okay. Do you know who Rizzo the rat is? Is Rizzo a rat? He's a rat. I guess he's a rat. His name is Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. Heard of him? Is he in the Christmas Carol? He is. He's yeah. in the Muppet Christmas Carol. Which is and the Muppet Treasure season. Island. <gasps> Both. Have you ever seen Muppet Treasure Island? I don't think that I have. <gasps> it is Tim Curry's finest work. 
Also, who's that? You don't know. No, I do. Just remind me. He's a, he's Dr. Frankenfurter from... Um, <laughs> Dr. Frankenfurter. Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Hmm, never seen that yet. Um, he I'll is in the movie Clue. Love that. Uh... He's so like dark. You'd know him okay. if you saw him. I have and he has a very idea. distinct voice. Okay. Got it. And kind of laughs like, whoa. <laughs> He's great. I love it. I love it. Tim Curry is up there. He's like the, Tim you know. Tim Curry sounds delicious. Also. It's like Tim Curry, the Tooch. Obviously. And I swear we have another one that's like up there. Well, it was um, the guy from Jurassic Park. But he... he's up there with the Tooch. Yes. Not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know yes, Tim yes, Curry. Yes, 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 I do. He was in, I know him from a few episodes of, oh, he's in Home Alone 2. Yeah, he plays like the, the. Fern Gully, Scary Movie 2. Yes, from his role in Fern Gully is just, he plays Toxic Sludge. It's great. <laughs> the Hunt for Red October. Yeah, I know him. You know him. Beauty and the Beast. I know him from, he's in a few episodes of Psych. Mm. Which is what I most recognize him for, but he's in it all. It just keeps he does scrolling. it all. Keep scrolling. Okay, he great. is. He's great. I love love Mr. Tim Curry. But great. Yeah, I forgot why we brought him up. Why did we bring up Tim Curry? Why were we talking about Tim <laughs> I don't Curry? Know. Something about Riz. Oh yeah, Rizzle the Rat. Rizzle the Rat. Muppets. Muppets. Treasure Island. Treasure Island. Tim Curry. There yeah. we go. We did it. That's nice when you can bring it back. <laughs> in live. Yes, Time. in live. In live. Um, yeah, I saw like the list of like potential words. Like they had a whole bunch of like a list. On them, you I could believe. vote. And one of them, I was surprised that Swifty didn't win. I'm surprised it's not already because it's it's the year of the Taylor Swift. She's had a good run. Let's move past it. I'm here for it. I'm over it. I'm here for it. I'm here for this. I'm I'm Swifty. I'm here for it. Okay. You'll have to keep me posted. She, had she a, said something to not today, this week about her and Travis. She got real about it or something. <laughs> like, she like it said they were dating. Yeah, we like know. Publicly. I thought they already did that. I don't know. Um, but she was Times Person of the Year. She was. She was Times Person of I the Year. I was in 2008. So was I. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Why? Like, What's she doing that's so good? This year? Yeah. Are you, I understand is that a serious she's question? done a lot. <laughs> is it like philanthropic? She's very philanthropic. So she's got, not only did she have the biggest tour of the year, the Eras tour, which. That's not philanthropic. I was there. But when she goes to the cities, mm-hmm. she will directly donate to their local food bank. Okay. Like thousands of dollars. That's nice. She gave all of her, like, um, truck drivers that drive her stage from, like, city her to city. stage, yeah. $100,000 bonuses. Bonuses? Every single person. What are they getting paid? A living wage? Uh, more than a living. Truck drivers make good money. Taylor Swift's shit. Yeah. Especially. Um, All right, fine. I just yeah. heard that she um, she got, uh, like, 
pushback for taking her private jet too many places. Yes, she and is. And so then she started dating someone from the Jets. So when you type in Taylor Swift Jets, now that doesn't come up anymore. Clara, he plays for the Chiefs. Okay. I've been misinformed. <laughs> you've, 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 you've been misinformed. Uh, Travis Kelsey plays for the Chiefs, not the Jets. Well, somebody else who said that first. Oh, there's a whole Instagram account about like, Taylor Swift's jets and it calculates like how much CO2 but she's I like that's why she was dating the jet but she isn't she's not no. okay great no she's she not. should be person of the year she's person of the year um <laughs> she's been everywhere she's great and she had okay, a really great. great quote in the time article that now is like my motto in life mm-hmm. um standing by stand by it's here one second I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm She's finding. I'm finding. Uh, I've also learned there's no point in actively trying to defeat your enemies. Trash takes itself out every time. <laughs> I wish mine did. I'm like, God. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't, Taylor. Sometimes it does. Sir <laughs> Sylvia Cynthia Stout, who would not take the garbage out. Where the sidewalk ends? You never oh, read that? I didn't memorize it, but well, I, I read it. That's the only one I know. Um, in, on December 6th, mm-hmm. police in New Jersey engaged in a brief foot chase with an unusual fugitive. Do you hear about this? No. It's a pig named Albert Einswein. Swine. <laughs> Einswein. Albert. Albert. And then Ein Swine. Ein, of course, because you, you what else would better. it be? <laughs> what? Albert! Albert! They're all running down the road. <laughs> Someone thinks it's a person. <laughs> police are involved. What did he do that the police are involved? I don't know. I did see something a while ago, and that's why I'm currently scrolling through my... Um, Your phone. My phone, because... Like I've said, I will save things. I do know that. I thought it. Okay, I guess I didn't save it. But I thought there was like a pig that was on the run. And he'd been on the run for like a couple days. Well, I think it was Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, That was the one that was on the run. Mm Mm-hmm. They found him. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Pigs, pigs gone wild pigs, in 2023. I mean, that's a big, that's the biggest. Okay, so this bioscience company called Colossal Biosciences. Okay. Um, and they have they previously announced their ambitious plan to revive the woolly mammoth. Yes, we've talked about them. They now want to bring back. Oh God. The dodo bird. I feel like that's better than the woolly mammoth. I would be down for a dodo bird. Yeah. Bring back the dodo. Always. Before the mammoth. Yes. Um, dodo is smaller, so probably easier to bring back than a giant easier, woolly mammoth. Less uh, going to crush my house if it steps on it. Very true. Very, <laughs> there's a less likelihood of, of death. Of death. I mean, they're dumb. Just, you know, lead them off a cliff, but then you have to go off the cliff. Maybe I'm the dodo bird. <laughs> Is the dodo bird? Oh boy! You're not a dodo bird. I feel like I could trick him. Probably could. Um, and in them. uh, billionaires have way too much money. Yay! Um, my favorite, you know, segment of the show. 
Uh, Jeff Bezos yeah. has spent uh, $42 million building a clock that will outlast human civilization. If what? we're not here, who needs a clock? Who cares what time it is? <laughs> and also, is the last person going to be like, but is the clock still going? <laughs> like, <laughs> And who are they going to ask? The dodo bird? Sure. <laughs> Maybe we bring them back. Smart, smart bird. And do the aliens understand the concept of time? No. In the way we know the concept of time? Time's a flat circle. It's fake. It's It's made up. It's a construct. It really is. I know. I think time is fake. It totally is. Tell that to my (laughs) knees. (laughs) My aching body. Oh, yes. My wrinkly forehead. Joys of 30. (laughs) Fish. (laughs) I am 34. (laughs) I am a baby. You're a little baby. Well, we don't have anything else. There's probably other stuff that happened that we are not talking about, but none of it was important enough to save on Twitter. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, I had COVID. My brain was dead. Yeah. Well, there is a big uh, controversy in college football playoffs. Um. So. The end of the season, you had three undefeated teams. You had Michigan, okay, Florida State, go Knowles, and the Huskies of the University of Washington, okay, undefeated. So normally you think all undefeated teams should be in the, like the championship. I would like they haven't been defeated. They haven't been defeated. No, no. Hmm. Florida State got snubbed. Okay. And there are people that are not happy. I saw Allison's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy. I don't think Alabama should have got in over Florida State. That seems yes, insane. Alabama did beat the number one team, Georgia. Why wasn't Florida State the number one team? Different conferences. And also they base on like strength of schedule and like who they're playing and like blah, 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 whatever. It's you want to talk about time as a construct, the college football whatever is a, is a dumb is made a, up thing. You know, one more thing that a bunch of old white guys get in a room and make a decision. I remember from Remember the Titans, if you win, you keep going. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway Florida State, not in the top four, I'm will sorry, not be playing Allison. for the championship. I am sorry, Allison. I think they should have gotten in over Alabama. I don't think I Alabama do should have jumped from an eight to a four. That's insane. Even at a four, they should still be below Florida State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. Just saying. That's that's the drama. Great. That's sports with Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Got all these new segments. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I think Taylor's boyfriend's on the Jets. Yep. <laughs> Go sports. Go sports. <laughs> Uh, I know how well the Seahawks are doing by how many fireworks my neighbor sets off. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Every time they score. There's a firework. There's a firework. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know how many points the other team has. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I watch football on Sundays. That's kind of like what one does or what, what I does. do. Um, I mean, I get tired. I'm getting to the point in the season where I'm just kind of tired of it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of football going on. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's so, a lot. And some teams are not great. Ours, 
Bears is one of them. And also the Broncos, which secretly makes me, not Obviously. secretly, very makes me happy. <laughs> very makes me happy. Very makes, that's not a sentence, Alex. I'm tired. It very makes me happy, too. All right, so it is potpourri. Potpourri. We've just, so we decided, um, as of a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. What are you potpourriing today? What are well, you bringing into the potpourri? I actually have two small stories. Oh, girl. But they're not related, so I was wondering if I could go, then you could go, then I could we go. want to do a sandwich situation? A Sammy. Let's do a Sammy. Okay. A comfy pants Sammy. Like I was telling you before we hit record, I wrote these like maybe a month ago. So. I'm getting this with you guys. I don't know. What's coming either. So what she's saying is she's going to be surprised by what yes. she's reading. She's like, what? No, I remember them. I'm very excited. If you start okay. asking yourself questions, then I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. First, I'm going to talk about how the town of Hartlepool got their nickname. What's their nickname? I'm going to ask you to wait. Okay. Go on this journey. No, I know what it is, but it's part I'll, of the okay. story. I will, okay. go, I will go on this journey with you. Also. Liverpool, do you know what their nickname is for themselves? Liver? Liverpudlians. Liverpudlians! Isn't that the best thing you've ever... So in my mind, Hartlepudlians. Hartlepool! (laughs) The Hartlepool. Okay, so Hartlepool is in northeast England. It was originally founded in the 7th century. Mm -hmm. She's an Mm -hmm. old boy. Um, They settled around uh, the monastery there. So monastery town, like, grew because of it. Mm Mm-hmm. It grew to be a fishing town, and eventually, during the Middle Ages, um, its harbor served as the official port in the country. Oh. So, big deal back in the Middle Ages. Big deal. <laughs> in the 15th century, a pier was constructed. Ooh. Exciting. Um, but there was a party. I bet. Um, good old 14... 14- Hundreds party. Where, where, where your best knickers. <laughs> um, okay, but this also made it vulnerable and valuable to other countries during wartime. Mm. They have a port. That's what everybody wants. So, this was the case during the Napoleonic Wars. We all know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> From 1803 to 1815, it was a series of conflicts fought between the first French Empire and under Napoleon and a fluctuating array of European mm-hmm. coalitions. So as residents uh, go at the time, there's less than a thousand people mm-hmm. in Hartlepool. There's less than a thousand Hartlepudlians. Are they Hartlepudlians? Hartlepudlians. There's a thousand of them. And the, it's the, the nickname Hartlepudley? <laughs> oh. Oh, that, no, that's what they call their people. Okay, sorry. Liverpudlians. 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 Okay. So, uh, one suspicious resident um, during the war, he's watching off into the water, and he sees a ship out there. And they're like, uh-uh-uh, not... You're not invading us today. Not on my watch. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Then after watching it for a while, it seems like the ship isn't quite sailing quite right. Mm. Um, it's kind of like floundering and it starts sinking. Oh, no. That's never good. So um, once the ship wreck starts washing up on the beach, the town folk, they're like, this is a great day. They mm-hmm. run down and check out, see what's down there. What's well, washing ashore? And everyone... Um, but one died in the shipwreck. Oh. The survivor was dressed in a military uniform. Um, so they were an assumed enemy, a French military man. Mm-hmm. Clearly not a layperson because he's in uniform, right? So the people of Hartley Pool 
Um, they have never met a French person before. <laughs> and they never heard French. Oh. Um, so they could not communicate with the survivor. No. But it's for sure an enemy but it's impossible to communicate. So mm-hmm. eventually the town um, began to be convinced that this must be a French spy. It's an alien. Who somehow washed ashore, and he was spying on the people of Hartlepool, and as soon as he could, he would make his way back to France to tell the king about... All um, the secrets. All the sweets, like, stuff he got. The Pudlians. The Pudlians. So the Frenchman was arrested, and a trial was held. But remember, he couldn't communicate with the Pudlians, um... He did not speak their language. Mm-hmm. And since he was unable to answer the court's questions, like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? He was found guilty. Um, the townsfolk then dragged him into the town square and hanged him. Oh, no. So we fast forward some time. The town meets a Frenchman, maybe. Um, they also might visit a zoo. <laughs> and eventually they realize that the Frenchman was actually a monkey. <laughs> So that's how they got their nickname, the Monkey Hangers of Hartlepool. Um, they hung a monkey because <laughs> they thought it was a they thought Frenchman. it was a Frenchman. <laughs> the town, <laughs> the town for quite some time was very embarrassed. They didn't talk well, yeah. about it. But as things happened, the town came around and they decided to like lean in and kind of make it their identity. Yeah. In October 1999, Hartlepool United, their soccer team, was named Hangus and changed to a monkey mascot. H apostrophe Angus. Hangus. Um, James Outen was the first person to play Hangus during a game, like as a mascot. <laughs> the second person to play him was Stuart Drummond. Stuart was known to get thrown out of away games while being Hangus. Uh, the first time somebody got mad and he stood up and led the Hartlepool fans in song, which is like kind mm. of the point mm-hmm. like, of them. So, um, but then he also angered fans by simulating sex on a female steward. And another time he played with an inflatable doll. Bad Hangus. He was escorted off by police, but he wasn't charged. Um, the police did say, however, that he was drunk. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. At another game, Hangus got involved with other team's mascot, Desmond the Dragon. Desmond the Dragon. And Hangus punched off the dragon's head. This reminds me of the San Diego chicken. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Um, so Stuart, a.k.a. Hangus, he decides he's going to run for mayor, <laughs> campaigning for, quote, unquote, free bananas. <laughs> Stuart... A.K.A. Hangus, the literal monkey mascot, was elected as mayor of Bartleypool. <laughs> Free bananas for everybody. Free bananas. And also punch off the dragon's head. Hartlepool <laughs> um, has a historical landmark statue in tribute to the Frenchman spy slash just a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a statue of an ape. Oh, not it's, a monkey. It's, it's not a statue of a Frenchman. But... That's like... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Not this, a human. Is, this is who we thought it was. <laughs> this is who we meant to hang. This is who we meant to hang. This guy right here. Uh, anyways, God bless him. They're trying. So that's the monkey hangers of Hartlepool who hung a monkey because they thought it was a Frenchman. <laughs> that is not the direction I thought the story was going to go at all. Isn't that the best thing you've ever heard? That is, that is up there. 
That is certainly up there. It's just like, it's one of those things where never let him know what's happening. No. <laughs> it's a Frenchman. We can't understand him. <laughs> we can't hang him. Oh, hang shoot. Him. It's a monkey. Oh, wait, it's a Let's monkey. Let's put an ape up in honor. <laughs> Of Hengus. Hengus. Oh. Let's make a mayor also. Oh, it, <laughs> we're really going to make up for what we did. <laughs> we're so, so, so sorry. <laughs> to the Frenchman. To the Frenchman who didn't really, like, <laughs> do anything. But also, he was wearing a uniform when he washed up. <laughs> I've got a lot of questions about why was the monkey wearing a uniform? Why was, was he the playing, monkey on the ship? Was he playing dress up? <laughs> was it just a fun game? Was like, it a ship full of monkeys was it a monkey brigade like was it like michael jackson's monkey where he was the entertainment for the soldiers i mean yeah i'd like to think it was a ship i have of a lot more questions about <laughs> about the was it a, a unit of just monkeys yes i think so just straight like you know they were going into battle because sure. nobody expects a monkey but in a french uniform mm-hmm. yeah Smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette. With a curly mustache. <laughs> you know the French. Saying, Sounds like we. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, um, <laughs> I was inspired okay. to do this when I was listening to Fleetwood Mac okay. on while I was working. And I asked myself, what are the seven wonders of the world? So here I am to tell you Good one. the seven wonders of the world. You know, I've thought this before. And it's hard to get a straight answer. It's really hard because it changes. Oh. It doesn't really change, but it's like... Just, why don't you tell me? Just take it. I will tell you. So <laughs> the seven wonders of the world is, is a list of seven things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that are widely considered are things that make you go, wow. Oh. Wow. So there's multiple seven wonders lists. Sure. There's like seven wonders of natural, engineering, ancient. natural, ancient, space. Space. All these, yeah, there's a space one. Um, it's just all the planets, which mm. I'm like, that's kind of. Is that's, there seven? That's cheating. Other than us? Maybe they, well, they clearly don't count Pluto. Well, who would? R.I.P. R.I.P. I'm still bitter. <laughs> so the list was determined over 2,000 years ago. Of the seven wonders of the ancient world. It was determined? Determined. So Jesus did it. Long time ago. Okay. Um, by Hellenic travelers oh. and noted in poetry and other arts. And it tells the story of human imagination, technical aptitude, and how civilizations left their mark on world and culture. Hmm. So the first list I'm going to be talking about is the seven wonders of the ancient world. Love it. So probably ask yourself, Alex, before we get in the Seven Wonders, who are these Hellenic travelers? I've never... Who's Helen? Who's Helen? Who's Helen? So these are Greeks. Okay. Who lived in the Hellenistic period, <gasps> during which Greek culture expanded into the Near and Middle East. Okay. So they're taking over. Basically, they're taking over. They're okay. expanding. They're seeing things they've never seen before. They're like, what the heck? So they're like, what? What the heck is that? So... Alexander the Great, he conquered much much of the Western world in the 4th century BC and gave them access to civilizations like the Egyptians, the Persians, and the Babylonians that they'd never seen, seeing things they'd never seen before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So basically, the seven wonders of the world, people would start listing what they saw. Yeah. And like, they're basically the Rick Steves of the ancient world. <gasps> Love a Rick like, Steve. Like, you know, check this place out. It's really cool. <laughs> 
this Make place sure to looks go behind sweet. The waterfall for yeah, <laughs> right. Extra fun. So that's basically what the Seven Wonders of the Ancient World started out at. Okay. was like a things to see when you're oot a boot. When you're taking over. Yeah. So what are the Seven Wonders of the Ancient World? I'd love to know. Love to tell you. Mm-hmm. Number one, in no particular order. Mm-hmm. The Great Pyramid of Giza. Mm-hmm. Pyramids? Pyramid. Just one. Oh, only one. Yeah. The other two, sorry. Too small. Too small. Okay. Um, so it's in El Giza, Egypt, mm-hmm. and it's the earliest of the wonders to be completed and the only one that still exists today. Wow. Um, so the pyramid was constructed between 2,584 and 2,561 BC. Okay. And served as, as the tomb of the pharaoh Khufu, who ruled during the fourth dynasty of the Old Kingdom. So Long the time old, ago. The fourth dynasty was a time of peace and prosperity. Mm. Great stuff was happening. Very cool. So make they, this, it's so nice. Make the slaves make me a pyramid. Make a pyramid. <laughs> So initially, it stood at 481 feet tall, hmm. and I was going to do our Danny DeVito calculation, mm. but I totally forgot, so I've got no Danny DeVito, so okay, sorry. that's okay. Um, the Great Pyramid was the world's tallest human-made structure for over 3,800 years. Wow. Um, over time, most of the smooth white limestone casing was removed, so it actually shrunk oh, to 454 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of three pyramids of Giza, mm-hmm. and it's the one sitting at the north end. Okay. So that one is a wonder. The other two, you're fine. <laughs> I've seen better. And it's that we one. love you all equally, but we love that one but more. We don't. <laughs> all right. Number two. Okay. The Colossus of Rhodes. Rhodes. It's a big road. So this is in the harbor of the city of Rhodes, okay. which is a Greek island. Mm-hmm. Um, the Colossus was a statue of the Greek Titan god of the sun, Helios, built in Rhodes. It was constructed to celebrate the successful defiance of Rhodes City against an attack by Demetrius I of Macedon, who had besieged it for a year with a large army and navy. Nice. So they won. They're going to build a big statue. Got to. So the Colossus stood about 108 feet tall, okay. which is the same size as the Statue of Liberty. Okay tall um it was pretty tall um it be- construction began in 292 bc and was completed 12 years later okay so the how the colossus was mm-hmm. is it was actually straddling over the harbor mm-hmm. so you had to like go through, basically through his legs to okay. get in and out is this in this is in something a cartoon is it in your it's kind of in game of thrones they like have a version of it okay but if you like see any like statue that's like over you know straddling over a harbor with mm-hmm. like a sword in the air mm-hmm. that's the okay. process of it's probably many things um the large the statue stood for 54 years until an earthquake caused significant damage and Sheesh. large portions um were destroyed it snapped at the knees Ooh. and fell over ouch um, and Ptolemy the Third, some guy, um, offered to pay for reconstruction of the statue. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, let's, you know, do we, do we want Colossus back? I'll pay for it. Um, Seems like an expensive but journey. The people of Rhodes were like, nah, dude, we've offended Helios. He's 
real pissed. That's why the earthquake. Came. That's why the earthquake came, gotcha. snapped him down. We're just gonna. He's like, leave I'm it. over you. We're over it. Okay. Um, the remains actually laid on the ground for 800 years, and people still came to wow. go see it. Now it's pretty much gone. There's hmm. no remnants of it. Interesting. Anywhere. Just broke apart. Yep. Just kind of fell, fell apart. All right. Now, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Heard of her? Um, so this was in Babylon, which is near present day. Hill, Hill, Hilla? I'm, a, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Middle East. Nailed it. Um, in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Or it's in Mosul. They're okay. not really sure where it was. It was in one of those two places. Are both in Iraq? Both in Iraq. Okay. Uh, they were described as a remarkable feat of engineering with ascending series of tiered gardens containing a wide variety of trees, shrubs, and vines resembling large, a large green mountain. Okay. It was said to have been built in the ancient city of Babylon. Um, and the name is derived from a Greek word that krimastos, which means overhanging. Okay. Um, according to one legend, the hanging gardens were built alongside a grand palace known as the Marvel of Mankind nice. by a Neo-Babylonian king, Nebuchadnezzar II. Heard of him. Um, for his wife. Oh, that's nice. Queen Amitis, because she missed the green hills and valleys of her homeland. Oh, uh, the Hanging Gardens are the only one of the seven wonders for which the location has not been defined. Mm. They're not really sure not where sure. it was. And there's actually no Babylonian texts that exist that mention the gardens. Um, there's no, like, archaeological evidence that's been found <laughs> that it was actually <laughs> there. Nebuchadnezzar Jr. is just gaslighting his wife. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Don't you remember I built you that I garden? totally built you a garden. <laughs> Read it. It's in the thing. So it's like they're not really sure where it was, if it was actually there, but there's like some stories that talk about it and talk uh-huh. about the beauty of it. So we're not sure. There we but go. it's one of the seven wonders. Yay. <laughs> Next, uh, the Lighthouse of Alexandria. Okay, that's you. Alex- that's me. Uh, in Alexandria, Egypt, uh, was a lighthouse built by the Platon. Plat- Ptolemaic Kingdom of Ancient Egypt. Nailed it. During the reign of Ptolemy II Philadelphius. Oh, where's Alexandra? Where is the gang in Philadelphias? <laughs> I ask. Flip, flip, flip. Philadelphias. Um, it's estimated to be about 330 feet tall, making it one of the tallest man made structures in the world okay. at the time. It also took 12 years to construct. A lot of these things took about 12 years. I mean, when you're doing it all by hand. Yeah. Uh, The light was actually produced by a (laughs) furnace at the top, Mm. and it was built mostly by solid blocks of limestone and granite. Um, The lighthouse was partially cracked and damaged by earthquakes in 796 and 951, Followed by a complete structural collapse in Uh-oh. 956. Um, then again, later on. So it just kept falling down. Yeah. And eventually it just kind of gone. Because <laughs> they built it near a tectonic plate. Well, yeah. And so they didn't have codes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be a bit of a problem. <laughs> sure. Um, but in 1968, the lighthouse was rediscovered Ooh. in the water. Okay. Um, 
scuba dovers. They went to the site. They were like, yep, it's there. <laughs> but due to the lack of specialized archaeologists in the area that was started to become like a military zone, they mm. were like, oh, it's not. We'll put a pin in this and okay. we'll come back to it later. Okay. Which they did in 1994. Wow. Um, where they photographed and cataloged everything that hmm. was there. Cool. So yeah. Uh, next up is the mausoleum at Halicarnassus. Halicarnassus. Number one, these names are fantastic. Great names. These are Nebuchadnezzar, Halicarnassus. You never pass up a chance to say Nebuchadnezzar. I saw Nebuchadnezzar, and I'm like saying it. <laughs> so this was a tomb um, in Halicarnassus for Mausolus, who basically kind of was the ruler of the region. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually started planning it before he died. Um, and... It was built on a hill overlooking the city, and the whole structure sat in an enclosed courtyard. Um, at the center of the courtyard was a stone platform where the tomb sat, mm-hmm. um, and a stairway flanked by stone lions led to the top of the platform, cool. and there were statues of gods and goddesses. It was a very, very, like, oh, nice. you know, fit for a leader Over of the, the area. Over the top, <laughs> say. A smidge over the top. <laughs> Uh, it's unknown exactly when and how the mausoleum came to ruin. Um, earthquake. Probably was an earthquake. <laughs> um, there were a lot of people like invading that area because mm-hmm. it's in um, present day Turkey. Mm-hmm. So a lot of invasions. Yeah, near the Middle East. You know, things being knocked down. Wars, Lots of things going on. All right. Next up is the statue of Zeus. Zeus? In Olympia, in Greece. So the statue of Zeus is was a giant seated figure that was forty one feet tall, um, at the sanctuary of Olympia, um, and the statue of Zeus was commissioned by a custodian of the Olympic Games in the <laughs> latter half of the fifth century. He's just sweeping up garbage. He's like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? We need a statue here. We're going to make a statue on all this trash. We need a big statue right here of I'm Zeus. And it was I'm a custodian. I can make a statue. <laughs> I can totally do a statue. Um, so basically, they're like, we need a statue. So they came yeah. in and they're like, okay, we're going to build this statue. They built it in a way that it looked like if the statue of Zeus were to stand up, mm-hmm. it would take the take the roof off. Cool. If you've seen the movie Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. It is in that movie. Wrong you movie. Can actually, wrong movie, but <laughs> I like where your head's at. Um, no copy of it has was made, but eventually it was destroyed. Mm. Um, most likely by the Romans. Why? They have their own gods. They have their like... own gods and goddesses, which were the exact same, just yeah, under yeah, really. a different name. That's why I did so bad in that class. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't keep them straight. It's a totally like Should this. Should not have taken that in college. Zeus, Jupiter, same dude. <coughs> different names. Artemis, Diana, same person. Different <laughs> Apollo, names. Apollo, Mars, same person. <laughs> um, moons, I'm pretty sure. So well, anyway. <laughs> Kind of felt like it got destroyed. That yeah. There's rumors that the statue was actually like taken mm. and destroyed. And so Seems heavy. they could replace it with a statue of Jupiter. Did they? No. They just like put a mustache on <laughs> Like, it's Jupiter. It's Jupiter. 
They just put a ring around his belly, like a big floaty. It's Jupiter. He's got, got the it. rings. Donut. <laughs> floaty. He's got a big floaty. That's funny. That's uh, funny. And last but not least of the seven wonders of the ancient world Ooh. is the temple of my personal favorite Greek goddess, Ooh. Artemis of Ephesus. Artemis is a great name. I love Artemis. Also a character in Sunny. She is Tell me about her. I will tell you about her, but not now. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, never mind. So. I forgot you're very into that. I'm so, I yeah. forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I love, love me a Greek and Roman. I bought a whole, I bought two I know books. I know. That's why I remember it just now. One book on Greek, it was, it's Roman mythology, which is narrated by Stephen Fry, which is great. He's, he's British. Love him. So it's great. Um, and then I bought a book about Norse folk tales so like you're gonna have to do an episode on it it's great love i know you do love it um so artemis is essentially she's the goddess of war bad she's pretty she's pretty much badass she's great she's the venus version you already said i forgot though she is uh her roman counterpart is diana it's just not a very godly name. Yeah. <laughs> Zeus and Diana. <laughs> and her brother, Mars. <laughs> her, her other brother, Peter. Everyone is a planet except for Diana. Diana. She's a princess. <laughs> She's a princess. Um, so the sacred site was older than the temple. Um, but basically it was all, that's where they think that um, the Amazonians, mm-hmm. which are the like women fighting force mm-hmm. of the ancient times, that's where they kind of like congregated. Uh, uh, You've seen Wonder Woman. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> yes, I have. I have. Um, the temple was actually rebuilt three times. Wow. Uh, the first time it was destroyed by a flood. Uh, the second time it burned down. And then in the third rebuilding, Alexander the Great offered to pay for the temple's rebuilding because he felt bad because when it was destroyed by a fire the first time. That was the same day he was born. Oops. So he was like, it must have been me coming into the world. I'm Alexander the Great. I'm Alexander the Great. I burnt down your stuff. I'm what is sorry. on your socks, first of all? It's Max. Oh, it's Max. From the Grinch. It's like French fries from the side. I mean, it could be. No, it's Max. It's Max. All right. It's Max. Christmas socks. I bought a whole bunch of Grinch socks. I'm very it. happy. Love it. Um, so... But the Ephesians were like, no, Alexander, you it's can't. It's not about you. No, that's not what they said at all. They oh. said it would be <laughs> improper for one god oh, no. to build a temple to another. Well, they probably weren't wrong. They probably weren't. But also, um, But eventually after he died, they're like, okay, now we'll okay. rebuild it. Okay, now he's gone. Somebody else. Um, Alexander so the, the second best. Alexander the <laughs> uh, the reconstruction survived about 600 years and appears multiple times in early Christian accounts of, Ephes- of Ephesus. Mm-hmm. According to the New Testament, the appearance of the first Christian minis- missionary in Ephesus called lo- caused locals to fear for the temple's dishonor. Mm. Um, in the second century, Acts of John includes a tale of the temple's destruction. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. That the apostle John prayed publicly in the temple of Artemis, exercising its demons, 
And all of a sudden, the altar of Artemis split into many pieces and half the temple fell down. Also, there might have just been an earthquake. <laughs> well, maybe he did it through an earthquake. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Um, but only like foundations and fragments of the last temple actually remain at the site. So those are the seven wonders of the ancient world. Love it. And in 2001, okay. there was an initiative started by the Swiss corporation, New Seven Wonders Foundation. <laughs> Great name. To choose seven new wonders of the world. Great. Because they're like, you I know hope what? hope they do nothing else. You know what? That's just very focused in one area. We got a lot of wonders out they're here. They're not even here anymore. They're not even the here. So, like, there's three of those, so it's not even a big... The new seven wonders of the world. Okay. I won't go into detail because they still exist and you can go visit them yourself. We know. We know what they are, potentially. The Great Wall of China. Okay. Which I didn't know it was built in like sections. Like it Is wasn't all built between? at once. There, there was at one point. <laughs> Everybody lines up and puts one brick yeah, down at a time. <laughs> I thought it was all done at once, but it was not. Okay. Um, Petra. Mm-hmm. Which is the oh, I city go there so bad. in Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Christ the Redeemer statue mm-hmm. in Brazil. Brazil. Um, Machu Picchu. In Peru. In Peru. Uh, Chichen Itza. In Mexico. In Mexico. The Colosseum mm-hmm. in Rome. Mm-hmm. I've Not been to there. The one in LA. <laughs> the one in Rome. Just put it out there um the taj mahal in india in india and there's an honorary eighth <gasps> wonder of the world stonehenge no uh what else is big uh tell me the pyramids of giza <laughs> wait a second <laughs> they don't get to be on twice they got they're an honorary member of the new seven <gasps> wonders of the world it's not that new is all I'm going to say. It's like you were on the original list. You still exist. But it's the other two. <laughs> not the one. Yeah. It's the other. Just the other two. You got your time to shine. Yeah. First you one. are on one list. We're going to focus on the other two yeah, right now. They get their moment. So that those are the seven wonders Good of the job. ancient world. That's fun. And the current seven wonders of the world. I was going to go into like all the different like, and then I'm like, there's way, way too many. The natural world. The, the natural, space world. Space world. Just buildings. There's like a whole list of like buildings. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Great. Okay. There you go. Good job. Thank you. I'm going to talk about a um, a survivor, a plane crash survivor, and how we, as a world, almost lost a legend. I'm not Tim tell Curry? You, I'm not going to tell you. Since I just Stanley found Tucci. out about Tim Curry. No. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who it is until the end, but you may guess along the way. Okay. If I guess, can I just shout it out? Because I probably will. Yeah, I mean, I assumed you wouldn't raise your hand. I'm not going to, I'm sorry. Okay, on June 25th, 1950, Mm -hmm. the Korean War broke out. Heard of it. Between North and South Korea. And two days later, the United States stuck their little nose in and they got involved. We got involved. As we do. So What's going on over there? (laughs) What are you guys fighting about? Looks like you guys are having a war. (laughs) They can't have a war without us. (laughs) We love war. Okay, so the U.S. sends troops to aid South Korea, the South Koreans. 
Um, because of this, the U.S. started up the old military draft. Yeah. Um, I, to me, it sounds like the Hunger Games. <laughs> like, just so scary. The draft? Yeah. Have I told you my... I've told you yes. my bad story about the draft. He didn't get it, but his friend did. And yeah. He, like, passed it. The first birthday called. <laughs> did he die? <laughs> no, he came oh, back. Thank God. Okay. Um, so, an 18-year-old high school dropout who was nicknamed Samson was living with his family in Seattle, Washington. We know her. Um, Is it Bill Gates? <laughs> get more information. <laughs> guess, because it's certainly not. Okay. <laughs> Samson finds out that he had been drafted. <gasps> Nightmare. Samson. Nightmare City. He's 18. Yeah. Barely qualifies. Barely qualifies to do anything at 18. Um, anyways, this was not something Samson wanted to do. Yeah, like, but the alternative is like going to Canada or to jail. So he accepts that, I guess, I'm in the military now and um, let the Hunger Games begin. Mm-hmm. So Samson goes through training. He becomes an official sh- a soldier. But um, I think it's kind of funny because there's some jobs in the military that you don't really think of. There he, are a lot of jobs in the military he, that you don't really think of. He didn't go to Korea. He was stationed at the pool. The pool. He was the lifeguard at the pool at Fort Ord in Montgomery Bay in California. Yeah, there's there's a lot of weird jobs that you're like... <laughs> I got trapped! Oh, I guess I'm a lifeguard. I, I, after we're done, I should tell you about our friend and what his job is. Okay. In the military. Okay, great. You don't want to say it now. No. After the show. Okay. Yeah, after the show. <laughs> so anyways, he trained and is now the lifeguard in Monterey Bay in California. I don't think I said Monterey. Is it Steve McQueen? <laughs> it's not. Oh. Okay, so fast forward a year and he's still minding the pool. Yeah, you Guarding should. its life. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know what? It's about time I take some time off. Um, this pool thing's tough. <laughs> <laughs> pretty stressed. Uh, pretty tan. So hard. I need to go. Hard to be in the military. Back to Seattle. <laughs> And his family's like, I thought you were drafted. You're like tan and more relaxed than ever. (laughs) Like you're a Ken doll now. What's your job, Beach? I'm just Ken. (laughs) So, um... Is it Brian Gosling? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Anyway, so he goes and visits his family and his girlfriend in the beautiful city of Seattle. Um, because he was in the military, I guess you can fly for free on any, any military flight mm-hmm. as long as you wear your uniform. Um, which, I mean, yeah, you're going to be wearing your uniform when you're flying home to get picked up by your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so he flies to Seattle. It's a good time, probably, I assume. And a few days later, on September 30th of 1951, Samson has to make his way back home. To so, guard the pool. To guard the pool. Very, you cannot Very be late for that. No. So he gets to the airport and I guess like didn't make a call or figure out any logistics because he's a 19 year old lifeguard. Seems and when like- he gets to the airport, there's only one plane to go plane to go to Fort Ord. And it's a World War II era dive bomber that has enough space for exactly one person. Which is the pilot. He's like, me! No, it's the pilot. pilot. (laughs) But Samson's like, I really need to get back. The pool! The pool! But what would the pool do? What about the pool? (laughs) Um, I don't don't think you could be late in the military, regardless of where it is. And he doesn't have enough money to buy a plane ticket, so he's like panicking at this point. 
And again, such a 19-year-old thought. He goes to the pilot and he's like, can I just like smash myself into the radar compartment? Mm -hmm. Like basically a trunk of the plane. Yeah. Um, can I sit on your lap? Plus the trunk is full of radar equipment. So At least he didn't ask to sit on the pilot's lap. I mean, that would be insane. <laughs> Go on now. The pilot, his last name's Anderson, he's like, well, that's a terrible idea. And absolutely no, you cannot. <laughs> so Samson, Samson, though, he's desperate and he's like... Um, like, you know how it is? I can't be late. Like, the pool. it's not that long of a flight. Please, like, I'll be fine. Just let me hitch a ride and sit back there. The pool needs me. The pool needs me. So Anderson finally caves. Samson squeezes into the very tight radar compartment. And once he's in there, Anderson closes the hatch from the outside and gets into the only actual seat, which is the pilot's seat. So around 4 p.m., they're off. Um, but right as they leave the ground, the hatch that was keeping Samson in mm-hmm. popped open. Oopsies. So the trunk's open. Yeah. Oh. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we know that if you're in an airplane, there's a very important piece called oxygen. Very, yes. With the open door, the oxygen levels would be far too low for a person to live for like, what, a two hour flight down to California. Oh, yeah. So. Samson basically squeezes his legs around the radar machine that's in there and leans out the airplane that's very much in the air at this point and is trying to Is pull it Tom Cruise? The door shut. <laughs> <laughs> the pilot is in a completely different compartment. Yeah. So he's fine. He doesn't he's his oxygen's not being He's affected. like, This is great, I can breathe in the lovely. Yeah, he's like, ooh, oh, taste that oxygen. Um sweet, sweet so, O sweet, sweet O too. And he doesn't have like, you know, car side mirrors so he doesn't he has no idea what's going on Mm -hmm. but also samson has no way to communicate with him um because people are absolutely not supposed to be in that spot no why would there be a way to communicate no so he's hanging a halfway out the plane he can't shut the door the wind's making it impossible um he tries for several minutes and he just can't get it closed so he has to go back into his hole before he passes out so he doesn't also fall to his death as he's passing out Makes sense. So he just sits in his little hole and just starts praying. And the good news is, not only is Samson going through a crisis, but Anderson is as well in the cockpit. Anderson! (laughs) He looks down after taking off and realizes, oops, I forgot to fill her with gas. He He was too distracted about putting the guy in the belly. (laughs) He doesn't have enough gas to get to Fort Ord. And when he realizes this, He's over the ocean, and there's not enough fuel to even come back to Seattle. Oopsies. This is what you get when you draft 18-year-olds. <laughs> they yeah. never think. And trust them to fly it. It's half full. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> get halfway there. I You're not driving a Corolla. This is an airplane. <clears throat> so, Anderson, he tries to radio around for, I don't know, ideas, I guess. Just a general mayday. I'm not sure what he's trying for, but... Help. Um, <laughs> His radio equipment's not working. Oh. Why would it? Samson unplugged it. (laughs) Also not working, you ask? Anderson's backup oxygen. Oopsies. For some reason totally unrelated to Samson's ordeal, Anderson wasn't getting oxygen pumping Mm. for him either. So we're in a stage five pickle, both Mm -hmm. separately but also together unknowingly. Just a lot of pickles. (laughs) And Samson is now passed out. It's kind of a big deal. (laughs) Samson's passed out because of the big deal. So, um, 
at least Anderson knows because he also doesn't have oxygen that he needs to go to a lower altitude. So he also doesn't pass out and mm-hmm. crash the plane. Mm-hmm. So he dives down and on his way down, he's he's realizing that he's going to have to pull like a, a Solenberger mm-hmm. before Soli did it. A pre-Soli. A pre-Soli and land in the water. As they're descending, Samson starts chewing on that sweet, sweet oxygen mm. and he wakes back up. But they're in a nosedive. He's like, oh, no. He's like, what's happening? <laughs> what a way to wake up. So he looks out the door, and all he can see is ocean. And he's like, wait a second. Mm. <laughs> Something That's not California. Wrong. <laughs> That's a big pool. That's great. He loves pools. Um, <clears throat> just... So he wakes up, sees it. He has a second to grab onto something, and then they crash into the water. So he barely has a second. He grabs onto something. Samson survives the initial crash, but the door obviously is open, so the water just immediately starts pouring in. Mm -hmm. It's freezing there, I think, in, like, northern California, Mm -hmm. so cold, cold. Um, And uh, so he has to wait until they're all the way submerged before he can swim out of his little hole. Yeah. He gets to the surface and takes, like, a huge breath of air. He loves oxygen at this point. Love Can't it. get enough of it. Love it. He looks around Big and fan. it's foggy. Oh, no. It's wavy. And he doesn't see Anderson. He looks down and, uh, like, into the water. And he sees that Anderson is getting out of the cockpit and swimming to the surface. Mm-hmm. He's pretty beat up, but he's alive, too. They're Fantastic. together. Yeah. Praise be. So they link up and they're able to pull two life rafts out of the plane mm-hmm. before it sinks too far down. Um, why it had two for a one-person plane? Nobody knows. Great question. But um, uh, <laughs> the second one was in the extra seat. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have space. They didn't like, have I space. Got, there's no room. I don't know. I gotta buckle this. In. I gotta. Bu- I gotta buckle in the. <laughs> Second flotation device. <laughs> okay, so <coughs> what now? It's super foggy. <clears throat> they can't see the land anywhere or any lights or anything. They have no bearings, no stars, no horizon, nothing. Anderson, the pilot, thinks they're maybe one or two miles off the coast of California. Uh, but like which way? Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. knows. Mm-hmm. What direction? Who knows? But Anderson has a compass, and so they start paddling east. Okay. Smart. That, yeah, that's smart. That's where the land would be. Um, they also figure out exactly, uh, like, later they figure out where they were, and it's a known breeding ground for great white sharks. Lovely. They didn't know that at the time, but scary looking back. So um, they're paddling. There's never land, and then it gets pitch black dark as well. Mm-hmm. So now they, they can't see anything anyways. Um, it gets wavy, like super wavy. It gets... So wavy that Samson gets thrown from his raft like a big dumb idiot. You got to hold on. You got to hold on, Sam. So he regains, he like it comes back up, regains his bearings, looks around, and he can see the raft drifting away faster than he hey, can swim. Come back. He's like, Wilson! Wait! <laughs> so he calls for Anderson, who just starts paddling towards him as hard as he can, but they don't reach each other. Oh, and no. eventually Anderson and his raft drift out of sight. Goodbye. Which is only like 10 feet away because yeah. it's super foggy, but still. So Samson's all alone in the middle of the night in the pitch black dark in the pitch black water. With sharks. With sharks. Perfect. Uh, also, Anderson has the compass. So He's probably saying, this would never happen know. in a pool. <laughs> this 
fuck, this is why pools are small. This is why, this is why I, <laughs> I work in pool. My job is pool. My job is pool. It's not even beach. Um, okay, so, <clears throat> uh, so he can't see anything. He could be like 600 feet from shore. Has no idea. He could swim the wrong way. Mm-hmm. He's 600 feet away. Swim that way. Goner. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> anyways, it's bad. So he picked a direction. And just out of vibes, and he starts swimming. Mm-hmm. He swims for about an hour in a random direction, and he finally breaks through the fog. Ooh. And way, way off in the distance, he can see lights, Ooh. which means sure. sure. So he starts swimming for those lights. Um, a couple of times, he gets pulled under by rip currents, mm. which is very scary, but mm-hmm. he recovers. Eventually, um, he like he swims, and he swims, and he swims, and eventually he gets to... The sandy shores. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! Yeah. <laughs> it's believed <clears throat> that he swam one or two miles. So when he gets on the beach, uh, he can't stand. He's so tired. Mm-hmm. Even a few more minutes in the freezing like shark water, he probably wouldn't have made it. So he starts crawling towards the lights on the shore. Mm-hmm. He crawls. He has to stop to puke up seawater, mm-hmm. and just out of exhaustion, but he keeps crawling. For about 40 minutes until he reaches the light. It's probably like 20 feet. <laughs> but still. Um, and it turns out the lights belong to a radio station uh, building. Yep. And he crawls up to the steps and he knocks on the door. He's exhausted. He's hypothermic. He's in really bad shape. It's a monkey. <laughs> and it's a Frenchman. <laughs> it's a Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> what if this is a same story but on the other side <laughs> the other half of the story that would have been so much better I should have done that okay no it's not though that was a great guess Thank great you. that was your best guess okay yet. okay so um he crawls up to the steps he knocks he's hypothermic he's in bad shape um and no one answers <gasps> no but then he knocks again and someone does. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> they see this person and they wrap him in a blanket and try to ask him, like, what the heck happened to you? But he's too cold to speak. He can't do it. Um, so the radio station person, <laughs> they've got radios. They go on so the radio. they call the Coast Guard who's nearby. They can pick him up. <clears throat> they give him medical treatment and save his life. Woo. Also, at the Coast Guard medical facility is Anderson. He made it too. It feels so good. Samson was uh, late to his shift, but he was not fired. You know what? I think that would be a pass. <laughs> I think he would get a pass. They like make him be in the Navy now. He's a SEAL. <laughs> yeah. Um, he served two more years in the Army as a lifeguard. And then in 1953, the Korean War ended and his mandatory service ended as well. So he was honorably discharged. Samson would go on to be one of the most successful actors and producers of all time. Paul Newman. No. Who's just like a a, a badass. Oh! Clint Eastwood? Yes! (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That's crazy! He almost died! He swam like two miles. That's like, he's a bona fide. That's, yeah. He's bona fide. He's not just an actor. He actually is super cool. I will get off your lawn at any time. (coughs) Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I had no idea. Me either. I 
know he was like from Seattle. Apparently so. Until the draft. <laughs> he went to California and, and never came back. <laughs> came back except for the one time when he crashed in a plane. Yeah, and then swam. <laughs> All right, December 12th. December 12th, on this day. Woohoo. Uh, 1792, mm-hmm. in Vienna, Austria, Ludwig von Beethoven, not the dog, the person. What? You I thought the show? they were the same. I know. <laughs> received his first lesson in music composition from Franz Joseph Hayden. You know, it's crazy to think they had to learn from somebody. Yeah, and to think he was 22. When he learned how to compose music. Too late for me still. So. Too, yeah. I'm, I cannot. Uh, 1822, Mexico is officially recognized as an independent nation by the United States. Congrats. Way to go. Uh, 1858, the first Canadian coins are circulated. <gasps> the loony and the juni. There's a one cent, a five cent, ten cent, and a twenty cent. No, they don't even have those anymore. No. It's only the ones and the twos. The loonies and the toonies. Exactly. Uh, 1870, Joseph Rainey from South Carolina becomes the first African-American to serve in the U.S. House of Representatives. Noise. Noise. 1925, Arthur Hindman coins the term motel from Motor Hotel (laughs) by opening the Motel Inn in San Luis Obispo. Do you want to guess how much it was per night when it first opened? A dollar. Twenty-five. Dollar twenty-five. Days. Those are the days. I don't know what it is in today's money, but. 1946, my personal favorite laundry <laughs> detergent, Tide, is introduced. You love to eat those Tide Pods. Love, love a good Tide Pod. <laughs> love a good Tide Pod. Uh, 1961, Nazi German army officer and all around bad, bad man, bad Adolf boy. Eichmann, is found guilty of war crimes. As a shock to no one. <laughs> 1980, Apple makes its first initial public offering on the U.S. stock U.S. stock market. <laughs> Thirty-eight years later, it would become the first U.S. company valued at over a trillion dollars. It's crazy. Also, in 1980, the U.S. copyright law is amended to include computer programs. Good idea. Smart. Uh, Two thousand. The U.S. Supreme Court releases its decision in Bush v. Gore, settling the recount dispute in Florida's 2000 presidential election. Hanging Chad. In George W. Bush's favor, and thus handing him the presidency. Yay. Yay. Although I will say, W. Probably one of the greatest former presidents because he just went to his farm in Texas and is bothering no one. As a... As a former president. As a former president. Right. He is just doing his paintings, hanging out on his ranch. Trying not to get uh, go to jail for war crimes. Trying to stay out of everything. Mind his own business. Maybe people will forget. former presidents, I'm looking at you, Donnie, (laughs) should just go away. (laughs) Okay. That's my soapbox. Um, 2021. Dutchman Max Verstappen wins the Formula One Drivers' Championship for Red Bull with a controversial lap win (gasps) over Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton in the season-ending Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Abu Dhabi. What happened? Tell me. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Love to tell you. So, 2021. And I actually asked Brian about this like two nights ago, just randomly because I was thinking Uh -uh. about it. Um, 
the entire season. Max and Lewis, neck and neck for the championship mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. in points. Mm-hmm. And you get points based on where you place in the top 10. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and also, mm-hmm. you get an extra point if you got the fast slap in the race. Yes. So they I were learned like, this from you not long ago. They were like neck and neck. Okay. Like Max would go up, then Lewis would go up, Max sure. would go up. So it came down to the very last race of the year mm-hmm. compared to this year when Max won it like four races ago. Right. Didn't even have to show up. Didn't even have to show up for the last races. Um, so the last race here, Max had to win. Yeah. In order to win, to beat Lewis. <laughs> if Max would have gotten like second and Lewis would have gotten like third, mm-hmm. Lewis would still win. Mm-hmm. Lewis was leading the whole race by seven seconds, which is a lot in Formula One. Yeah. Um, until seven laps to go. When dumb dumb Nicholas Latifi <laughs> goes into the wall. Classic dumb dumb. And causes a safety car, which basically means there's a car that comes out of the track. Yeah. And you have safety. to be behind the safety car so that they can clean up and fix whatever they need to. Right. So there's not, you know, cars going 200 miles an hour. Crashing into the crash. Crashing into the crash. Um, or the people trying to clean up. Sure. Um, so Lewis is number one. Mm-hmm. Max is number two. Mm-hmm. Max decides to go to the pits and pit. For fresh tires. Yes. Lewis stays out on old tires. Ooh. Risky. Between them are five cars mm-hmm. that are technically a lap behind. Okay. So they lapped them. They lapped them. But Lewis is one. Max is two. Merce- uh, Red Bull is saying, you got to let the lapped cars go. You got to let them go by. You know, let them go in front of Lewis. Like, just let them get on the same lap. Because that's sometimes what they'll do is they'll let the lapped cars, like, get on the same lap. Good. Let them feel good about let themselves. Let them feel Let them feel good let him get back with the, with the pack um mercedes is like no no don't, don't do that like uh, don't do that how dare you because they know max is on fresh tires right and they're like no no keep these five cars no 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 um so the race director is like mah, 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 i don't know i don't know i don't know what to do mah. and he decides to just let the five lapped cars between max and lois mm-hmm. go around there are other lapped cars behind Max. Uh-huh. So he did not let all of the lapped cars. Oh, boy. Um, so he lets them go around. Yeah. And then almost immediately after that happens, the race starts again and there's one lap. New tires. Fresh tires. Takes Max, pew, Yeah. Wins. Well, the other guy should have stopped. Mercedes protests and is like, why did you just let some go and not the others? Like, uh-huh. If you were going to let them all go, let them all go. Don't just, like, pick and choose which ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the race stands. The race, di- the Formula One director is actually fired. Whoops. Um, and then because of his decision making. Mm-hmm. And then a 2022 report was released that basically said, yeah, the director, what the director did was wrong. It wasn't in line with the regulations. But the race is already done and there's nothing we can do about it. Congratulations, yeah. Max. Good job, Max. I'm on his side. And to this day, um, Mercedes is still pissed off about it. Oh, man. <laughs> man, man. And then also, 2022, Emma Tucker is appointed editor-in-chief of the Wall Street Journal. She's the first woman to lead the paper. Good job, Emma. So, you got a Formula One lesson, and then Emma. And then the Emma's there to tell you about it. And then it. Emma's there to tell you about it. All right. I have 1474. Ooh. Love this idea. Isabella. Love her. Crowns herself <gasps> Queen of Castile and Aragon. She's a... Love it. Love her. That's all I know about it. I need that 
amount of confidence in my life. <laughs> 1901, the first transatlantic radio signal is sent from um, somewhere in Cornwall to Newfoundland, Canada. Ooh. And it was the Morse code for the letter S, which is sup. three dots. <laughs> I was trying to say sup. <laughs> Maybe. Um, 1913, the Mona Lisa is recovered two years after its theft from the in Paris. It's found in Florence, Italy, in an Italian waiter's, uh, uh, Vincino Perugia's. Nailed it. Home. How did this get here? He's like, what? I've never seen that before. What? Mona Lisa? That's my Aunt Fran. (laughs) She never smiles. She never smiles. She's very moody. Nineteen fifteen, the first metal aircraft called the Junkers J one is test flown at Dassau, Germany. Maybe junk means something different in German. What were they made of before? Wood? Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't like that. Nineteen fifteen, so when was World War One? During that? Nineteen eighteen? Oh, that's when it ended. Okay, so Probably in time for... Yeah. They had junkers up there. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Uh, 1937, NBC and RCA send the first mobile TV vans into the streets of New York. Ooh. First, live from the streets. Live from the streets. Uh, 1955, the first prototype of the hovercraft is patented by British engineer Christopher Cockrell. Nailed it. Um, and 1963, Frank Sinatra Jr. Ooh. is returned by kidnappers after his father, Frank Sinatra, Heard of him. paid the $240,000 ransom demand. Spoilers! It's also his birthday. It's also his birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Frank. And then 2001, Winona Ryder is arrested for shoplifting $4,700 worth of merch in Beverly Hills. I remember she that did. very. I do too. For some like I remember her stealing very. And yeah, I was so proud of her for coming back on Stranger Things. We're so proud. She made a turn around. Way to go, Winona! Thirty years later. You know what? That just means there's a chance. <coughs> yes. Okay. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, 2003. Uh, Kiko. The whale. The whale from Free Willy. The uh, star of Free Willy. Okay, just a delivery. We're fine. We're we're okay. We both just freeze. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. I don't have people knocking on my door at my house. Okay, I forgot. 2003, Kiko, the orca. The whale. Star Free Willy. And in 2022, American college football coach from Texas Tech, Washington State University, and Mississippi State, and best giver of marriage advice on the planet. Mr. Mike Leach. Okay. He did. Not only does he give fantastic marriage advice, which is hilarious, he also did a whole press conference where he said um, <laughs> he took all of the Pac-12 mascots and uh, determined how they would do in a fight. Sure, you got to. I'm yeah. surprised that doesn't happen every year. Like in indie and like like, <laughs> and it sounded like he had thought about this. Yeah, I'm sure. Like very. <laughs> In depth. Yeah. Okay. Any more? That's it. Okay. 2006, Peter Boyle. 
Peter he Paul. was the dad in Everybody Loves Raymond. He was also in things such as The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Ooh. And Dr. Doolittle and The X-Files. He's in a lot of things. You can mm-hmm. recognize him. And then 2007, Ike Turner. Ike. Ike and Tina. Yeah. Not had, a great guy. Not a great guy. He died. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yay. 1915, like we said, Mr. Frank Sinatra. Mr. Frank, also old, not a great guy. Old blue eyes himself. <laughs> Which, I was looking at pictures of him today. He doesn't even have that blue of eyes. I think, I've like, I think back then, like, cameras probably weren't so great. Mm. So they did a lot of, like, editing and post. Could be. And there's a lot of, like, coloring. That makes sense. Yeah. Not uh, impressed, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> 1923, everybody's favorite staying at home and being sick. Uh, Bob Barker from The Price is Right. Spay and new to your pets. Press is wrong. <laughs> Bobby. That's what I have written down. Um, he's from Darrington, Washington. Is he? I have no idea it was from the I state of Washington. These people from Washington. I know. Uh, 1940, Dionne Warwick. Okay. She's my favorite Dionne Warwick story. So she's she's a my favorite Dionne Warwick. She's my favorite Dionne Warwick. <laughs> My Mine too. Favorite story of her. So she's like a 50s, 60s, like crooner sort of. Okay. Yeah. She sings a lot of songs, like they're very. And so she was listening to the radio with her son. Uh huh. And it was in the 90s. Yeah. And Snoop came on. Oh, no. <laughs> she called Snoop Dogg <laughs> and Suge Knight <laughs> to her house. To lecture them <laughs> on the language they were using in their raps and how disrespectful oh, it was like it to women. And she goes, she looked at him and she goes, call me a bitch. <laughs> to my face. <laughs> you can say it in the songs. Say it to my face. Oh, no. They didn't have the nerve, I hope. <laughs> they didn't. Oh, good. They were like, they were like I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> good. It was great. Uh, 1960, Q Lazarus. Um... The sole reason I put this on here is because Q Lazarus sings a song from the movie Silence of the Lambs. Okay. That is one of Brian's favorite songs. And it was actually played at my wedding. Okay. It was the very, very, very last song played for like maybe a minute. Okay. I remember that moment. I don't remember that song. It's called Goodbye Horses. Okay. It's fair, yeah. Love it. And then uh, 1975, American neuroscientist and actress, Maya Bialik. And Jeopardy host. And Jeopardy host. Sometimes. She was in Blossom. She's and great. Big Bang Theory. She's a smarty pants. And she's really smart. So smart. Okay. 1949, Bill Nye. The science guy. Not the science <gasps> guy. No, there's only one Bill Nye. William Francis Nye, N-I-G-H-Y. Well, that's, that's Nay. Is it a horse? <laughs> What's with the animals today? It's <laughs> Bill Nye. Is he a Frenchman? He's British. He's from my favorite movie of all time, About Time. Um, he's also... Is that the movie with Justin Timberlake? No. <laughs> oh. No, it's not. Um, that's something something with time, though. There's time. Remember, there's like time on the... They yeah. like... No, 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 no. Oh. About Time's much better. Okay. Everybody watch it. Everybody. It's my favorite movie. Um, He's also Fudge in Harry Potter. He's also in Love Actually. He's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Who's he in Pirates of the Caribbean? He's in the new Emma. He's in everything. Who's he in Pirates of the Caribbean? He's a pirate from a 
in the Caribbean. <laughs> um, he's great. Love him. He's like one of those, nice. you know, British actors that's in everything. Yeah. I'm sure you recognize him. I probably would. Um, 1970, Jennifer Connelly. She's in oh, both yeah. the Top Guns and she's the wife in A Beautiful Mind. And then uh-huh. also 1970, Madchen Amick. She was Shelly Johnson in Twin Peaks, which I feel like we should get into. Feel like, um, we but she's also in Gossip Girl and Gilmore Girls. Apparently, I recognized her from um, Twin Peaks. I've seen a couple episodes, but that's it. I have never seen Twin Peaks. It's weird. I was like, it's it's, it's like a murder at the beginning, and they're trying to figure out who did it. And then I was like, who actually, like, who did it? I looked it up because I'm mm-hmm. a gremlin, and it was like. <laughs> This evil spirit named Bob. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm out. Okay, I can't I'm do done. it. I can't, I can't nope. do it. An evil spirit named Bob. It's like, yeah, it was okay. Never and mind. And Bill Nye is uh, Davy Jones from Davy Jones. the Caribbean. He's sure. also in uh, Valkyrie, which is a good movie. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. He's good. great, but you recognize him, right? Yeah. I, I, when I saw him, I was like, yeah. I know who, exactly who yeah. that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. All right. Love you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. 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 B